This is the 630 Chad Elks Report. Well, still to come, your chance to win your way into that big Luke Combs concert coming to town next summer playing Commonwealth Stadium. Expecting a great crowd for that event. Meh, maybe not the same as on the weekend with the uh, Labor Day rematch, your Elks and your Stampeders. Dave Campbell checking in with today's Elks report. Um, Dave, I don't know where to start with this game. Yeah, well, we could start with the start if you want. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start with the start. Yes, it's a good one. Um, okay, so when you have a pick six early, mm. when you have a block punt early, that leads to points. Uh, when you have two time count violations, that's bad. You know, that's a really, really bad start. And then they kind of got the game back under control. You know, it's 24-13 going into the half. You know, playing playing okay at that point. You're you're within striking distance. And then the second half starts, mm. and the defense in particular, they just did not show up. And the Stampeders were just so dominant, leading uh, the way to a 56-28 uh, win over the Edmonton Elks. And Chris Jones, who is also defensive coordinator, not happy with his defense. In fact, it was the worst uh, the worst outing that we've had defensively. I thought we tackled very poorly. We didn't compete in the second half. Um, you know, and, and like I said, we're going to evaluate this film very closely. We're going to look at it, and we're going to find out the people that want to be here and the ones that don't. And Chris Jones called the two time counts a coaching error and says we practice this all the time in practice. We have a coach that is audibly, uh, you know, doing a countdown mm. from 20 to, to, to zero and so that the quarterback can get the snap off. And, you know, that was frustrating. Um, Numbers the, are the, hard, Dave. <laughs> but Yeah, they are hard, apparently. Yes, they are. Um, you know, offensively, they did score 28 points, and a lot of that came in the in the second half. I will give them credit. I will give them credit for fighting and battling till the very end. Mm. And it looks like they have some players on offense. Kevin Brown had another good performance mm -hmm. with uh, 14 touches for 106 yards. Uh, Dylan Mitchell, five catches for 120 yards. I mean, he's looked like the best rookie receiver I have seen since Brandon Zilstra a few years ago. And Darrell Walker's not that far behind, right, as far as how a – you know how uh, a rookie receiver performed they got a player here jalen marshall scores again in his second consecutive game um taylor cornelius overall i thought had a um, i'll give him a pass had a better performance i thought again from a couple weeks ago his completion percentage was over 65 percent. that's good so jalen I'll, I'll just summarize it like this this team is nowhere close to understanding or learning how to win yet however that being said, I think Chris Jones and G. Roy Simon, who's the assistant GM, may be getting closer to identifying a number of players who they can build around and call them, this is our core. This is mm -hmm. our core that we believe we can win with. Now we have to build around it. What's troubling, though, is that offensive line is, is, is horrid, in my opinion. It's not very good. It's not very good. So there's, there's uh, going to be an interesting five games here left and beyond because – there's, there will be no playoffs. I, I yeah. can't I can't sit here and say they're going to make the playoffs now. Forget it. It's not going to happen. But 
there's going to be an important five games for a lot of players on this team and for the coaching staff and for Chris Jones and G.R.I. Simon to evaluate going into 2023. Yeah, without a doubt. And I think that, you know, one of the things that, you know, my husband and I were talking about on the weekend is is finding that core, is finding finding some players that you can build uh, for the next five, build upon for the next five games and into yep. next year. And there's just been so much turnover this year, like so many players coming and going. And I get that Coach Jones trying to figure out, you know, was going to throw everything against the wall to see see what might stick. But yeah, it's it's hard. I think, you know, it's hard to build when there's this constant change. And I think yep. it's hard for the fans as well. Yeah, no, it is. And unfortunately, that's the nature of football in, in some respect. But that's, you know, and you're right. And there's some frustration with Chris Jones about how, why does he change so much? And, you know, I talked to someone who uh, who played for him, who still plays in the league and, and, and played for uh, Chris Jones. And he says, yeah, but you know what? That's Chris Jones. Mm. That's just what he's going to do. He's going to keep spinning the wheel and keep changing until he finds a group he's satisfied with. And uh, that's just him. He's not going to change. You know, that's just who he is. It's frustrating, though, because you're right. It's okay. If if it keeps changes, it keep changing every week, then how do you build a, a cohesive unit? Now, you know, give him credit from Monday to Saturday for last week. He made minimal changes. Yeah, yeah. So, but <laughs> I do believe, I, and, you know, and, and, and coaching yourself, totally right. And I've thought about this, you know, over the weekend. I do see that there could be a core here that they could start building around. And I think that's very important. All right. Well, we'll continue to watch it moving forward. Thanks for this, Dave. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. Look forward to it. Thanks, Jay. You betcha. Dave Campbell, of course, your Edmonton Elks color commentator on 630 Ched. So with that loss, Edmonton has tied the CFL record for most consecutive losses at home with 14. Now get this. The last time they won inside Commonwealth Stadium... October 12th, 2019. Ow.